All right, all right, all right. What's up, everybody? Michael Gebbin here. Super excited to bring you Jumpstart Sessions. So this has been a long time coming. Uh, I initially started recording episodes inside of a group called Full-Time Filmmaker, which is Parker Walbeck's group for his course, Full-Time Filmmaker. And it is an incredible course if you want to learn the technical side of video production, editing, shooting, color grading, all things technical. He is an incredible teacher. Um, an amazing community has been built there. There's over 7,000 people. And I highly, highly, highly recommend, uh, if you don't know anything about it, that you check it out. You can go to gebsftf.com and uh, check out the webinar. I, I believe you can reach out to me because I'd have to look up the exact details. You can get a discount um, from that link and everything like that. But I started recording episodes in the... Um, I started recording episodes in the group and I didn't call them jumpstart sessions. People were really loving them. They were wanting to download them. They said, could you turn it into a podcast? So I got my wheels turning and I started recording more episodes, calling them jumpstart sessions. And then from there it was like, okay, we got to get this as a podcast. And then that's where I've been really kind of mapping out how we're going to put this together. So I want to kind of give you kind of what to expect. So normally what I've been doing is we'll do solo sessions and that I typically cover four topics. Uh, I kind of pull out different headlines. And if you have a question and you'd like to submit that I can do on a solo session in the future, you can go to jumpstartmyquestion.com and you can submit it there and we'll potentially do that on a future episode. And so some of the topics that I have covered, and this will be an example of a solo episode as well, but some of the topics that I've covered were, you know, which editing software do clients prefer? The difference between a $5,000 and $50,000 project. What a $120,000 project looks like. People who work really hard and don't make much money. People who work really hard and make a ton of money. People who don't work hard and don't make much money and people who don't work that hard and make a ton of money. That's an interesting one. Now, not being a commodity in your client's eyes, are you obsessed with business or gear? Overcoming fear or rejection, balancing life, business, clients, friends, when to quit your job and go full time, how to deal with overwhelm and having enough time, fish versus monkey, entrepreneur versus employee, is charging an hourly rate the best way to price a project? How many times should you follow up? Contracts, invoices, agreements, how many revisions to include? That's just, you know, a handful out of like 80 other ones I have listed here of different topics uh, that I, I covered, will cover, plan to cover uh, in, the, in the future. So a lot of great stuff. And one of the things you'll find is this is to be the mindset and business side of things. Um, as I said, we're not covering technical on here. There's plenty of different podcasts where you can get that. I want to empower you to think for yourself and to be able to make decisions that are aligned best for you and your life and your business and help give you greater clarity, confidence, and connection in your life. Because the more clear you are, the faster that you will move. And you'll help you make more money, have better clients, have more free time, all sorts of things that, you know, are nice to have when you're wanting to, you know, ultimately do this as a business. Um, or as you'll find in the other types of episodes we're going to do, which are one-on-ones, 
I've already recorded a bunch of them. It's been great recording these and getting to know, um, well, you, the listeners, um, that'll soon be uh, there as well. They came initially from Full-Time Filmmaker, and I recorded, like I said, uh, over 11 of these so far. And you're going to get to see people who are of different backgrounds, personalities, big towns, small towns, different ages. Some are full-time for a few years. Some haven't even quit their job yet. Some have been doing it for six months. Um, It really just depends. But I like to give you a behind the scenes of kind of coaching these people and and getting to help them find that sweet spot for them find you know they're stuck on some things and get them more clear get them unstuck if you will and i like to you know kind of share the fact that there's not a one size fits all approach to business and to life you know that's one thing you're going to find with me is i'm not going to box you in and tell you this is what you should do you need to do it this way there's plenty of people out there who you know will tell you what to do, but I'm not going to do that because I don't think anybody can tell you what to do. They have to first understand you, your situation, your background. And that's one of the things I like to do, especially with coaching is to really understand the person. Cause I always say, I don't really care what you do. I had a gal once who did a one-on-one day with me. And at the end of the day, she was in tears because she, she realized she wasn't going to waste five more years with video. And she said, I don't want to do video. Now she's the co-owner in a CrossFit gym. And she's super, super happy. And that's really all I want for each and every single one of you is to be able to get to do what you really love. Some of you are meant to be employed for right now. Some of you are meant to be freelancers as just camera operators or shooters and maybe working under other people to grow and evolve to where then you reach the point of maybe you're running the whole ship and you have shooters and editors. Or maybe you'll never be a person who hires shooters and editors because you just want to shoot or edit. And have so many great examples of that that I see because, again, it's not a one-size-fits-all. Things aren't so black and white. I like to see, you know, light how we, you know, life how we see video and tactical, like in color, not in black and white. And so there's lots of different examples. And, you know, if you want to be coached on a future session, you can go to jumpstartsessions.net and you'll be able to get coached on the podcast, which brings me to another note. You can go to that same link, and you can find all the show notes for each and every single episode. And one of the things you'll find is that all the coaching um, sessions that I do, I have them take an assessment. On the show notes, you'll be able to find their results. You'll also be able to take the assessment yourself, and you can compare your results then. And Also, as of right now, as of the recording of this episode, the sessions are free. As long as you're willing to have the session be a podcast, then it's free to to do right now. You would just go to that place, click the button, fill out the questionnaire, and you can schedule the call and go from there. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, Finally, I'll be doing guest sessions. And so these guest sessions are going to vary... Uh, from people that are good friends of mine that are going to sh- kind of share their best practices, how they're winning, what's what's going on in their business. Um, other even coaching clients that are just crushing it, and I want to share their wins. It's not going to be me coaching them, but rather them sharing. And then finally, other people that potentially may be unreachable that I I've, have a uh, you know a knack for doing that and having them be a guest. And so that'll be um, the episodes and the way they'll, they'll be done. They will be on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays across all major platforms and audio version and then on YouTube as well. And then we'll have snippets and things that you can follow along with on social media. And so I'm just super excited to share this with you and it's going to be a blast. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can find me, Michael Gabin, Gebs, or you can usually find at mgebs, M-G-E-B-B-S on like Instagram and Facebook. So 
uh, excited to go on this journey with you, get to know you, learn more about you and, and help you really, you know, rock life, enjoy life and have fun getting to do exactly what lights you up. Because I think when you're, because I believe that when you are passionate about what it is that you do, it's game over. Because um, too many times we have competence and capabilities, but we don't actually have the passion. And your ability to willpower through doing something that you'd prefer not to do will only last so long. So you want competence, capabilities, and passion. And great things can happen. So that's a good point to uh, dig a little bit into my background and, and kind of dig into this episode and rock this out. And uh, I look forward to connecting with you. So rock and roll. Here we go. Now, a lot of the people who are probably going to resonate the most when listening to this are going to be people who uh, are not necessarily actually a lot of people. I've had people listen and say, oh, well, I've shown this to my girlfriend or my wife and she's a designer and all sorts of other people. I'm not saying that the topics and things I cover and talk about aren't beneficial to all sorts of different creatives and people, because it is. But my background, so I guess this is a great place to dive in. My background is mainly in the event space, um, but I say that with the fact that I've been able to, as people have coined for me, reach the unreachable. So I did stuff in my junior and senior year of high school, and I basically started doing slideshows uh, for funeral homes. That's how I got started. And then I filmed my first wedding right after I graduated high school in 2005. And that was essentially, we were making movies and stuff and in high school with my dad and his scripts. And basically what happened was my friend who was in the movies, neighbor said, hey, could Patrick film our wedding? And said, well, Patrick doesn't film. Michael's the one running the camera. So lo and behold, and then I got it. And I charged $500 for my very first wedding I did in 2005. I think that was the only wedding I shot in 2005. I opened my company, Geb's Total Video, in May 1st of 2006. And so I opened my company, and as the title of my business, you know, as my business name, uh, you know, states, I did anything and everything related to video that I could possibly do. I did dance recitals, graduations, church services, funerals. I filmed weddings. I did, you know, tape transfers, DVD duplication. I bought a film transfer machine. Um, I mean, I had people bring in photos where I do Photoshop jobs and bring a black and white photo to color. I mean, I just did anything and everything related to um, really a little bit of photo, but mainly video. And it was like, I got a computer, I got a camera, I can do it. And so I chose to not go to college. It was quite a ride from that point forward. So uh, from about 2006 to 2010, my main focus was everything. But my main income was actually through weddings. So I shot weddings from 2005 through 2014. I had my biggest years between 2010 and 2013. What was interesting is that through the wedding career, what I didn't realize is that I was doing this thing called the same day edit. So we shot that day. We showed the video that night at the reception. I absolutely loved it. But people didn't know what it was. They didn't understand it. They didn't want to pay for it. And I really loved it. And I couldn't convince people because this is where the confidence and the clarity, confidence, connection part of, of, of jump starters and jump search sessions is, is that I really wasn't confident or certain in what I did. So when people said, well, wouldn't it be better if we had more than two hours? Wouldn't it be better if you, you know, um, 
didn't show it that day. Like, why would we want to show it that day? And so there was these things and I didn't ever know how to reply to these things. So it was like, you're probably right. You know, yeah, it makes sense. You know, yeah, probably if I had three weeks or three months to work on it, probably be better than if I only had two hours. But finally, around 2010, I got really overwhelmed, overworked, stressed out. I mean, I guess money was decent, but I was, you know, not so happy. Uh, Personally, I kind of had destroyed a bunch of relationships and things because I was 100% focused on my business and I had kind of, you know, tunnel vision on the whole thing. And then in my business, I was doing a lot of work I just wasn't excited about. I didn't want to look at. I was nine months behind delivering people's wedding videos. And I essentially said, you know, um, what do I do here? Like, do I just quit and give up? I mean, you know, I think a lot of the people that I help and serve in the mission of this is because there's so much kind of, not necessarily always bad advice, but because the advice is always out of context or it's like business is business is business. So you know, I'm a broad strokes business coach and I help anybody that's got a business and then they don't really understand your business. And so, I mean, I've paid almost, I think we ended up paying half of it. I paid, it was a $12,000 thing in 2012 where I had um, a $2,000 a month coaching, uh, uh, thousand, was it thousand? I think it was a thousand dollars a month or $2,000 a month coaching thing. I did it for a few months and I was like, well, the guy's getting more out of this than I'm getting out of it. Um, and anybody who starts to listen to these and gets to know me will know that, you know, I tend to talk a lot and I love to inspire and I love to speak and I love to coach. But the thing about it was, is that I, I was paying him the money to help me. And although I loved, you know, firing this guy up, I wasn't getting a lot out of it because he didn't really understand my business. And so there's certain things that can widespread apply. But when it comes to to coaching and support and mentorship, it's great to get somebody who's walked in your shoes. So that's a big thing I want to say is that, you know, after 2010, when I decided to declare, and this is something I talk about that I call the my way decision. And so what you'll find is, is that we're working on some things, none of it's ready, where there'll be some foundational things that I always kind of talk about that you'll be able to watch by something somehow, some way it's not ready yet. But ultimately, That'll be something I can guide everybody to. So you can figure out what's right for you. Because what I find is, is there's all this one size fits all, do this, do this, do that. But the thing is, life and business sometimes isn't a one size fits all. You know, if we just take the word filmmaker, the reality is the amount of nuance and variables within that are endless. There, as much as I said Geb stole the video and I've done all sorts of different things, there are still tons of things I've never actually ever done. And so for me, you know, a lot of people can think filmmaker and think of the person who wants to have a full team of 30 people, you know, and make some big movie or an independent film and and they need to have all this lighting and all this equipment and there's a script and there's a storyboard and there's pre-production and post-production and production and there's all these things that go on. Whereas I've made 4,000, 6,000, 8,000, and I'm just saying gross numbers right now, but 4,000, 8,000, 60,000, 40,000, and then ultimately between 100 and $250,000 since 2008. So I've been able to stay in business independently as a more or less a solopreneur with some support and some help and some outsourcing. But that's where I've been for over a decade. I mean, 2004 to 2000 at this place of recording, 2019 is whatever, almost 15 years. Um, so I've, I've experienced a lot. I've seen a lot. I've, I've done a lot, but there's still a lot I haven't done. And so I want people to recognize who are you getting help and support and encouragement and motivation and guidance from, because sometimes people are well-intended, 
like a friend or a family member or whatever, but they haven't even remotely done anything like you're trying to do. And they may not even be entrepreneurial. So it's great if they're going to be encouraging, but don't look advice on how to structure things and do things and the way to think about it. Should you, or should you not do it? Because, you know, I say a lot of things, what I've accomplished, you know, isn't to impress people when I say it. It's to impress upon them that anything is possible. I still live in a town. I've lived in this town my whole life of about 26,000 people, but I've been able to travel over. Next week, we're, we're doing something in, in Boston. And the thing is, is that there's people in Boston, right? There's people in New York. There's people in LA. There's people all over the place. Um, and so, you know, once I got clear and confident about who I was, what I did, what I loved, who I served most and best, then things took off, and that's when then I got to work with people like Tim Ferriss and Tony Robbins, and I've been to Richard Branson's Private Island four times, and Lewis Howes, and Pat Flynn, and Social Media Marketing World, and Mastermind Talks, and all these things that are mainly actually in the entrepreneurial space. But that's where then we tie in some of the topics we cover here of free to fee. I believe it's one of the best ways for the future for you to get business, and we'll talk about that in a second. Why context and nuance matter for growing a business or getting work. How clarity, confidence, connection can be the difference between winning and losing. So that being said is that, you know, I'm going to bring my perspective, but my goal is not to tell one, this is the right way, the wrong way, the only way, do it this way. You know, I had one of the guys I coached recently, he's like, you don't really ever give any advice. And I never experienced that kind of coaching because a lot of people are either much more uh, decisive and say, do this, you've got to do this and you've got to do that. And if you're looking for a framework and a formula and a step-by-step -step, follow this and you will succeed, and the jumpstart sessions will not be the place to go consume any content. But if you're looking for encouragement and inspiration and motivation and a belief in yourself that you can do anything and you can do this the way you want it and the way that lights you up and work with clients that you're excited about, work on work you're excited about, make the kind of money that you need, this will be a good place and a, and a good thing to find some inspiration um, because I don't see it out there as a collective whole when it comes to you know, filmmaker and videographer kind of coaching, mentoring, and support for mindset and business. There's, there's just droves of things in regards to free and paid for learning how to be a great technician. But I feel that so many people have a lot of the right ingredients, but the thing that is hurting them is not that they have the, like, not great skill sets. They're not great at what they do, but rather they're not actually confident. They're not clear about what they do. And I've been through this. I've experienced total and entire clarity, which I've talked about in my way decision in 2010, being behind, being overwhelmed. A couple's gonna reach out to me and be pissed off. These things happen. And then coming out the other side of that and shining and making more money and having more free time, having more fun, being proud of the work that I did. These things um, were, um, were incredible. You know, it was incredible for me to be able to um, experience these things. And then I've had enormous, enormous levels of weight on my shoulder and lack of clarity and lack of certainty and lack of confidence. And that is in direct proportion to my, I won't say my happiness at times, but definitely my income. The more unclear I am, then the slower I move, the less action I take. Then in talking to people, they're kind of confused about what you do. And, you know, I was living two people at one point in time. I was living the videographer who was crystal clear about what he did. Not in the beginning, but by about 2011, 2012, when everything took off, I was crystal clear and crystal confident and super certain about what I did. And just things blew up for me. 
Then when I wanted to do more coaching and support and speaking and these things, I was like the 19-year-old kid who's like, who's going to give me $500 to do this? I mean, man, those people charging $2,000, they are taking advantage of people. You know, there was this level of like sitting here and being super confident and then super weak all at the same time. And it sucks when you feel that way, right? Depending on where you're at in your career, um, you know, I help a lot of beginners get out of that rut, get momentum, right? If you think about a train, the train is very difficult to get going, right? To get the train going, it's slow. But once it's going, once there's momentum and it's going down the track, it's very difficult to stop. Think of the train going down the track and very difficult to stop is when you're clear, confident, and well-connected with yourself and with other people. Think about the train trying to go down, you know, get going down the track is when you're unclear and unconfident and uncertain and not well-connected and you're sitting here in total frustration, not knowing what to do, who to call, where to go, what kind of work to do, how to charge it, how to price, how to talk, how to email, how to do this, how to do that, right? You just don't know. And that is one of the most frustrating things because you'll see people around you that you quite frankly want to be very inspired by. But what happens is, is sometimes it's very discouraging because you think, man, I've been doing this for three years. What the heck's happening? One of my biggest success stories to date is a guy who for 10 years dabbled in video, always had a job. And when we got together, he basically was living in his dad's office space. And he essentially, I mean, he had his house repossessed, his car repossessed. Things weren't going well, had a bunch of debt, just went all in for a year on video, had $12,000 of debt, and made 1000 bucks. And everybody was telling him to film weddings and film commercials and film this and film that. And a couple questions I'll pose to you that'll come up a lot is, one, how's that working for you? And I want you to really, 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 really think about that. How is that working for you? Simple question, how's it working for you? If it's working for you, one of the worst things that we do at times in life is we stop doing the things that are working. We stop doing the things that are working. And I've done this a ton in my life. You know, maybe we meditate, we go for a run, we go for a walk, we listen to certain music, we do certain things, we do certain things to get business. We do these things and these things work, they make us happy. And all this great, you know, rainbows and butterflies kind of stuff. But then we stop doing it. And then we forget what we did to get to the place that was great to then now stop doing it and get to the place that's not great. And we don't know how to get out of the rut. And so how's it working for you? If it's working, I wouldn't necessarily change it. And again, this is where nuances and context matters because sometimes you might have to tweak things. But other times we get too influenced by other people. So how's it working? If it's working, fantastic. If it's not, let's figure out why. Okay, so that's one. We can go in deep in that. We will in the future. The next one is, what would you do if you didn't need money? And again, we want to put it in the context of kind of work. So with what you're doing right now, what would you keep doing? What would you stop doing? And what would you start doing? See, too many times, if we said, well, we didn't need money, well, I wouldn't do anything I'm doing at all. And okay, well, that's interesting. So you'd never shoot another wedding in your life? And you're wondering why you're struggling to get weddings? Okay, there's a problem there, but we can figure that out. But the people go, oh my God, 
I just, you know, I see a lot of people go, this is what I'd keep doing. I'd love doing it. I just would love to make more money doing it. And so this guy that I was mentioning earlier, when I asked the question, what would you do if you didn't need money? He said, poker runs. I didn't know what a poker run was. A poker run is a boat race. And, uh, basically, um, he had done one for free for four years and he never made any money, which is going to tie into free to fee. And I see it as clear as day when I didn't think in my life that I had a process getting business, but I've done it over and over again. And other people I've helped have done it, but it's not this like sexy, Hey, run ads, do a call, do this, do that. And you're guaranteed success, which I think is kind of a lie to begin with. But, um, so he had been doing these poker runs in uh, Atlanta, Georgia for free for four years, never made any money. He said, nobody wants to pay. And last year I, I really reached out to a few of them and you know, nobody, nobody wanted to pay for it. It was too much money. And so when we really dissected it, we looked and it was like, well, I really only reached out to about three or four. And I talk about this concept of MIA, which is massive, imperfect action. The massive imperfect action is what then he took because when he said that poker runs is what I do, it's what I love doing because he loves the boats, the boobs, the babes, the water, you know, the fastness of the, the boats. He loves all that and he can speak their language. So he understands them more than anything. When he was talking to weddings, you know, in couples, he just didn't care. And even though he wasn't saying, don't book me, his body language and everything else was saying, don't book me. So if you have the contrast of talking to someone who's excited, enthusiastic, and loves what they do and understands it and da-da-da-da-da versus somebody who doesn't, unless the, and you remove price from the equation, you're going to book the person who's passionate about what they do. Why would you book? If you had two choices uh, and you're getting married and you're going to book a videographer, why would you book if you talk to only two people and one is fired up about doing weddings, they've been doing it for years, they've shot a ton of weddings, super excited, love what they do. You've hit it off with them because you just connect on things and things are going great. And then you talk to the guy who's Subway. And I always bring up this equation, Subway. So nothing wrong with Subway. Subway makes a lot of money, right? But Subway takes orders. You don't go into somebody and go, I trust you, Subway. I trust you. I just feeling like make whatever you want today. I don't care. I'll eat it. Right? No, nobody does that. I mean, maybe somebody's done it, but that's an exception, not the rule. The rule is you go into Subway and you tell them what you want, right? You tell them exactly what you want. But too many times, we just let people just run all over us and tell us everything we want. Now, you should be collaborative. You should connect and collaborate. But you want to get to that point where you, as the creative, get to do what you want and people trust you. And so you talk to that other person and they're just like, what do you want? I got three packages. I got a six hour, an eight hour, and a 10 hour. I got one camera, two camera, three camera. I got a one guy, two guy, three guy, right? If you've got that going on, then well, like, and you're just like, tell me what you want. It's what I do. And if you're doing that, I've been there. It's not that I'm being condescending to you, but, but when we contrast the two, right? When I say that, right? Anybody who's watching, we take this for a second. We see the light, right? That's contrast. It's dark on my face now, right? It's dark on my face. Now it's light on my face. So that's contrast. If people don't have it, they don't know, right? You don't know what you don't know until you see it. And so if someone were to experience that and price isn't the issue, they're going to pick the person who's super excited, right? That, that loves what they do. Not the guy who's just like, what do you want? I don't really care. I'd rather not do this. And so that's what the thing we talk about when it comes to the fact that he loved the boat races. He's going to compete on boat races better than I'm ever going to compete on boat races. And when he did that and he took MIA and reached out to over 200 poker runs across the United States and Canada, he got a $50,000 contract for poker runs. It was one that did 50 a year and he got 15 people or a 15 
poker run deal out of the 50. And the other thing we overcame, which I love to do with people, is overcome this, this limiting belief of you're a slime bag when you sell or selling this nasty money is bad and all these kind of things. And so when he was selling, he used to be a used car salesman. And if you want a red car with black leather and they only have a black car with red leather, that's what they're going to put you in. And they're going to make you believe that's what you want and that's what you need. And so he just felt like a slime bag. But the reality was he wasn't a slime bag. He loved what he did. He wanted to help them. He wanted to serve them. He wanted to take care of them. And when he believed from that place that I understand them, I'm just going to, I'm going to serve. I'm going to connect. I'm going to have a conversation with a friend about a boat race that I happen to be able to have something that I offer that can help them. And I've already been doing it for years for free. I know all about it. I've done it inside and out. I've done it for one of the bigger ones, actually, that there is. And so... It was interesting, though, because out of the 200 reach outs, he only had a handful that actually reached out. And this is where sometimes I see people go, well, yeah, free work's great. Nobody wants it. Nobody reaches out. Nobody responds to me. Had one of the guys that I helped because that's my other thing. What kind of videographer type are you? I'm kind of covering a number of things here because the future ones, we're going we're gonna to hammer down on a lot of these different topics more in depth. But, you know, I think... The thing is, you think of full-time filmmaker. You think of these, these, these things of becoming full-time at something. Interesting thing is I have a guy that I've coached for a number of years and I kept telling him, you keep saying editing is your thing. You love editing. If you didn't need money asking that question, what would you do? He wanted to do editing, but he was trying to be the guy who's selling a job, negotiating, shooting, scheduling, doing the whole thing. And then finally, after he does all that and happens to get something, he's then going to get to edit. Well, the reality was that wasn't working out very well. He had a job that he didn't hate, but was comfortable and certain and consistent and giving comfortable money and he'd make i don't know eight ten maybe fifteen thousand dollars on the side a year doing video production trying to be the one-man band running it all right and then uh, a month ago finally i said it again and he comes and goes you know you believed in me i'm gonna believe in me he goes i'm gonna bet on myself he goes i'm declaring i'm an editor i am an editor that's what i'm gonna go for because you're right that's that's what i want like i want to edit and the thing that happened is within two weeks of being clear, confident, knowing what he wanted, two friends referred him to job opportunities for editing jobs. Within two weeks of that, he basically quit his job and is now has a full-time job making double of what he made before, being an assistant editor on a Netflix series. Bada bing, bada boom. Now, not everything happens like that. But if you look at it, you know, when what, what is it when uh, hard work and opportunity meet their, uh, whatever that cliche is, I'm, I'm, I'm usually good at those. But, you know, when perseverance, uh, when preparation meets opportunity or, you know, whatever version of that it is. <laughs> oh, man, I'm flowing. But when I'm trying to think of some specific thing like that, I kind of throw it off. But um, he'd been preparing for this, though, for years. The other guy with the boat races had been preparing for this for years right? He'd been working hard at this. He'd been trying things and then was able to have the clarity by having someone shine a light back when saying, what do you love? What would you do that you didn't need money? What's working? What's not working? Why is it not working? Let's get alignment. You know, let me create this visual for you. If you're driving down the road, even if on your straight and narrow path, a couple things happen here. If your windshield is super foggy and you can't see five feet in front of you, how fast do you think you will go? Probably not that fast because you got a straight and narrow path. A couple things can happen here. This is where nuances and context matters. We're driving down the road, straight and narrow path. Nothing's on the road, but to the left and the right, if you go too far off, you're going to crash into something. 
So if it's super foggy, you can't see that far in front of you. You're still probably not going to drive that fast because you don't know what's forward and you know to the left and right there's still something there so you go too fast and you miss something you're going to crash well that's not good right now if your windshield was clear fantastic you can see everything there's no cars you can put the pedal to the metal and you can move fast and you can make things happen right you can get to your destination quicker because you got clarity on everything that's in front of you but when you don't have the clarity you don't go that fast number two is alignment when you're out of alignment you know, if you're cruising down that road, straight and narrow, everything's smooth, and you basically have an aligned car, you take your hands off the wheel, boom, that puppy's going to go right down that thing. You don't have to worry about necessarily it cruising off to the left or right, because it's going to go straight. If the car's out of alignment and you pedal to the cast of the metal, and it's way out of alignment, then you're going to have to maybe struggle to keep the thing going straight, because if you take your hands off the wheel, the thing's going to veer off to the left or right, and you're going to crash. So that's why the power of being clear in knowing what you want, not what I want you to want, not what your friends want you to want, not what anybody else wants you to want, but what you want to want and what you desire and what things look like for you. What does success look like for you? What I mean, some people, my God, I see so many filmmakers, they'd love to just make $30,000 a year, but their brain's set on making $300,000 or $3 million. It's like, well, that's not, not impossible. It's not you shouldn't dream, but my God, you spent eight years and you can't even make $5,000. Let's get you to 30 first. And that's what I've seen. I've had a number of people, that was their goal. The one guy who had the job, that was his goal, right? But he couldn't do it. Now he's employed somewhere, having the time of his life, doing what he loves. The other guy isn't employed, he's doing what he loves. He has sold his business now four years later. He's made great money. He's had great, amazing things happen. He blows my mind. There's so many other people I see like that. But context, nuance, matters. Free to fee. Let's talk about that. You know, we can't live like it's 1999 and 2005 and 2006 anymore. And I've, you know, being kind of a human guinea pig, I guess, for people and experience the good, the bad, and the ugly, and then trying to, you know, be a field agent and come out and tell you, you know, what's happening. What I've found is, is that, you know, yeah, sure, there's principles and certain things that can apply over time and don't change much, right? There's kind of some timeless songs and timeless bands, and they've, they always go with the times, and they're always able to continue to, uh, it might be still a great song, they might still be a great band on some level, and um, it is what it is. Well, sometimes with marketing and doing certain things, you know, things are always shifting. Things are always evolving. So one thing we've got to realize is like now, I mean, at least where I live, I got people all over the place calling me with um, local numbers trying to, you know, I know, okay, it's, you know, it's spam 99% of the time now. They're trying to make me think, oh, it's a local number. I'll pick up the phone. And so, you know, getting people to potentially answer the phone is not as easy anymore unless they maybe know it's coming um, because they're getting obliterated. And that probably worked phenomenal in the very beginning because people thought, oh, my God, I'm getting a call. Boom, answer phone. Well, that's not somebody I know. Oh, that's not somebody I know. So now it's like, oh, I'm not going to answer the phone for anybody that's not my phone. So that's something that's happening now. Um, there's no longer, you know, essentially... You know, musicians, nobody's selling 300 million albums anymore because there's 300 million ways you can consume the album. And so now there's no longer the ability to just have the record store or try to put a cassette tape in and record the song from the radio. And so the problem is, is that, you know, it's so diluted that there's not lo no longer just 20 bands to listen to. There's 20,000 bands to listen to. There's no longer 20 videographers in the United States doing a certain something. There's 20,000 videographers doing something. And so... What I have found that I've used at all different stages of my career, 
Um, the thing that's happening now is a lot of people have potentially had experience in some way, shape or form hiring an SEO company, a web design company, a photographer, a videographer, and they've had somebody promising them the moon, the stars and the universe and everything beyond. And they've said that they'll do this and they'll do that. And the thing is they don't do that and they don't deliver and they don't get the results that they said they're going to get. So even though you might be able to get the results, what happens is unless you have this just huge brand and huge trust and, and reputation where people just, they just know, and there's no question as a whole, that's one thing. I think a lot of people are not at that phase. They're not at a, a place where they have so much trust in the marketplace and so much of a reputation that what I'm about to say doesn't apply as much to them. Because I think the beginner, it 100% applies. And I believe that um, depending on who you are and what stage, this still can very much apply. You'll just use it much more strategically and you could potentially use this strategically anyways. So there's actually one guy, I'm gonna give a random scenario here and apply it back to video in a second. But this guy uh, does some consulting for a mosquito company. Now we've all had mosquito sprays, mosquito candles, all these different things that promise that the mosquitoes are gonna go away. And you're like, oh my God, the mosquitoes don't go away. They don't work. So this company, it's $80 to spray for the mosquitoes. What this company found is it only cost them $25 to just come out and spray for the mosquitoes. Now, one night you're getting eaten up by mosquitoes and the goal of this company, because they promise a certain thing, is the mosquitoes will not be eating you up after they spray. Well, they go, it's cheaper and more effective for us to just go out and spray for the mosquitoes and prove that what we say is true and what we say works. And because they're not a one trick pony, effectively essentially only having one thing they could do one time, which is what I mean by that. If it's working, it also won't work endlessly. So in their situation, they're gonna need it again if they, what they say do works. Well, it does. And so as a byproduct, they're getting eaten up tonight. They're not getting eaten up tomorrow night. So what do you say? Well, it, it, it did what they said it was going to do. Let's hire them again and again and again and again and again because everything else I tried didn't work. Everybody else that said it would work or told me they'd do this, it didn't work and it didn't do what they said it was going to do. So I'm now so jaded because I've been screwed over so many times by other people that even though you're honest and good and true to your word and all these things, if the reputation isn't there with the person you're dealing with, it doesn't matter outside of anybody else than the person you are dealing with. If they don't trust you, it doesn't matter what else you've done in your career or your life. They're not going to buy. You're going to need to do something to potentially convince them. And a lot of the people who will listen to this are not trying to, you know, have to spend 10 or 15 or 20 or $50,000 on a project and hire 30 people and rent all this gear. A lot of you have spent 10 or $20,000 buying gear and you own everything there is to be the 30 person production as a solo person. But the reality is what I find is, is a lot of people can go out and do one of their tricks in their collection and do something for somebody and show them what it's like to work with you and that what you say you're gonna do, you're gonna do. You're gonna do a good job. What you say you're gonna do works. All these things. Now the, the risk is on you and not on the client saying, well, I say I'm gonna do this, trust me. Well, they're like, well, I've been screwed over 30 other times and I'm not gonna take that, you know, I'm not gonna take that bone again, right? And so this ability to articulate 
that yes, you cost money. Yes, there's value in what you do. Yes, there's all these other things you can do. Yes, there's all this vision of what could be created. But the reality is you're gonna come in and do a little taste, give a little tease, show them what's possible. See what it's like for me to communicate. See what it's like for me to work with me. See how I dress, see how all these things. And then if you like that, Here's all these other things we could do together and to go deeper into that relationship. And now you don't have to worry about being screwed over again. That's a powerful message to have with someone versus, well, tough you know what? The reality is take it or leave it, I'm on to the next thing. And then all of a sudden you're six months in, you're like, man, I can't get anybody to do any work because nobody will hire me. Another thing applies with the ability to be able to literally, you know, do your best no matter what. I talk about this as Geb's method, G for giving, E for expectation, B believing, B best, simple, and I add a double S, success. Uh, give unconditionally. The interesting thing is, is that that's a really powerful thing. And I think the more and more there are people out there and there are people who are not living up to their word, for you to come in and, and, and give somebody a sample, give somebody a taste. For, I lend to free, some could say cheap, but I lend to free. Just do your first thing for free and put a value on it. And then from there, have conversations that, of course, not everything in the future or everything in the future is not going to be free. And I always say good free work is uh, typically when you reach out versus when you're being reached out to. But when I say do your best, it's like no matter what you're getting paid, create excellence. A lot of you, again, don't need to rent in anything or hire anybody. And you could create what could be equivalent of a five or 10 or 15 or $25,000 video by yourself, maybe a little help. You could do that. And now that's an example. It's not, well, they didn't pay for that. They didn't pay for my drone. I own a drone, but they didn't pay for my drone, so I'm not bringing my drone. You know, I say all this too. Does this resonate? You know, we go back to the question. As you're listening to this and deciding whether you'll listen to anything else ever again, the reality is, does it resonate or does it not resonate? If it doesn't resonate, then I encourage one to never listen again because the, <laughs> the reality is I've listened to too many people you don't resonate with, and then that's why we, we end up doing things that probably aren't best for us. If it's resonating, then there's going to be other great things, you know, in the future and you'll uh, connect with it. But I believe the future, being able to give somebody a taste, it's going to be your biggest asset and how much you have to do that. There's a lot of nuance and the context matters as to how much you'll need to do that to get and acquire new clients, new work, um, to get your business off the road, to get the train going down the track. You know, that really matters. And that's where, that's what I love when doing more coaching with people. Um, is because we get into that nuance. So I'm trying to create the nuances and create the different scenarios to think about. And you're, you know, left to make your own decisions. And hopefully I'm giving you two sides of the equation where I think a lot of things out there are very one-sided, do this or do that. And, you know, I think that the reality is that's not the best way to necessarily do things. And that's why a lot of people are doing work they're not excited about, working with clients they're not excited about, um, because somebody who they thought knew better than them told them to do a certain something. And so I'm not trying to, you know, if, if I'm in Alaska and I'm in shorts and a t-shirt and it's 20 below zero, well, you know, there's nothing wrong with shorts and t-shirt except I'm kind of in the wrong environment. <laughs> I'm in freaking 100 degree, you know, uh, desert and I'm in Alaskan clothes where I've got a park on and I'm, I'm dressed for 20 below. Uh, you know, nothing wrong with that. I'm just in the wrong environment again. And so a lot of you, you know, you're on the NASCAR track with, you know, <laughs> you're on the NASCAR track in a little four cylinder that goes 80 miles an hour and you can't keep up. There's nothing wrong with your car. It'll get you point A to point B. You're just on the wrong track. There's one thing that people really, really take for granted. And that's that using this analogy, it's going to sound so stupid obvious when you hear it, but 
Common mm -hmm. sense is only common practice. And so I'll say it to just, you know, demonstrate a point while simultaneously recognizing how stupid it is, but yet we do this in other areas of life. So how about a baby? Some of you have kids. It seems I, I coach a lot of people. We've got five kids, wife and five kids. And uh, um, I currently don't have any right now, but um, if you are sitting here and you have a baby, the baby's born and you pretty much have to do everything for that baby, right? You got to take care of it. It can't do anything for itself, nothing. The baby effectively is helpless. If you don't feed it, if you don't burp it, if you don't clean it, it's going to, quite frankly, being morbid, it's not going to live very long, right? So we take care of the baby. We know that. It's, it's common sense to almost everybody, except for some people. <laughs> we won't get into that. But it's common sense to the general population, so you take care of the baby. But then the baby starts to crawl. You're really excited about the baby crawling. But it still can't walk. It can't run. It can't drive a car, right? Now, all of a sudden, it tries to start standing. But it falls down and it falls down and it falls down and falls down, falls down, falls down, falls down. But you keep encouraging the dang baby to get up and do it again. Bang its knees up. It's okay. They're so fearless, right? They just keep doing the same thing, <laughs> even though it's not working. But eventually the baby stands and it can start walking. Watch out. It's game over from there. And then the baby starts running. Then it's getting into everything. And then you got to be really scared and watch out. But it still can't drive. Unless you said something else special, it doesn't have enough awareness, enough anything. And even though you have all the answers, you tell them everything that's necessary from birth on how to drive a car, how to live life, how to do this, how to get a job, how to sell jobs, how to do everything. The baby can't do it because it's the wrong stage in life. And so many times we are learning and doing things and being told from somebody who's got a freaking Ferrari or in a NASCAR driving around the NASCAR track at 200 miles per hour and you just started to learn how to crawl and you're wondering why what they're telling you just isn't working and it isn't resonating right now. It's insanity when we think about that, but it's happening every day. We don't know the context of the situation. So effectively, somebody well-intended is going, here's what I do if I were you, and they forget where they came from. They forget, and I tell people like pricing things. Now, the reality is, it's great if you're the one out of a million people who just started filming anything on earth ever, and you're able to get five and 10 and $20,000 automatically because you're just well-connected with the right people, and bada-bing, bada-boom, magic's happening for you. But if you're a mere mortals who are normal and 99% of the other population, you're not going to immediately go to that. And so some people are like, well, you got to double your rates. You got to be confident and charge higher rates. You know, so like, yeah, but I don't have any confidence. I just started yesterday, right? And so it's the guy going, hey, you know, baby, get in the NASCAR. I'm going to put the pedal down. I'll put a little thing up there in the pedal. Then it can't freaking drive, right? And I'm being very almost overly obnoxious about this, to hammer home the example that we are allowing to happen on a regular basis in our lives when we're receiving coaching, mentoring, support, inspiration, encouragement, whatever, is that we don't know the situation on the other end of that. And we're trying to plug somebody else's exact scenario into our scenario. And so one of the biggest things I'll be helping people with, one-on-one -on -one sessions, because that's what's going to happen in the future as well. So there's going to be solo sessions like this. There's going to be one-on-one -on -one sessions, and every once in a while I'm going to have special guests that are friends of mine and things come in and 
have them have the ability to inspire and encourage and motivate and well and uh, you know different people who are succeeding in schools and nonprofits and events and music videos and and interview them and and, and do that that'll be the least because that's there's other people who have great podcasts who do that um, but me will be more focused on doing one-on-one sessions with people because not everybody can afford coaching but I still want people to experience what the coaching is like and find varieties of people at different stages in their career and different challenges and problems going on. So different people at different stages in their career can see what is going on in different people's lives and see how we're looking at it and finding out, okay, you got a wife and five kids. You got about four hours a week. You can put into your business right now. You know, your wife doesn't work. You're making this amount of money. You're doing this. You know, you don't have a lot of time. So what do you really, you know, and, and really shaping that for that person so they have the most amount of clarity and direction for their circumstance. Because I don't, I always tell people, I don't care what you do. I don't care what kind of work you do. I don't care how much money you want to make. I just want you to get to do what you love, work with clients you love, and put together work that you're proud of. That's it. That's what I want. And you're getting to experience by listening or watching right now what I love to do. I denied it for years, I repelled it for years, I ignored it for years because it's the thing I love the most, it's the thing that's easiest for me, it's the most fun, it's where I deliver the most value and the most impact, but we're taught in life at times that if it's easy and it's fun and it's enjoyable and all those things, that it can't be worth anything. You can't charge for that. Work's got to be really difficult. And so that's why a lot of us subject ourselves to hell on earth, working with clients and jobs and opportunities and projects that are difficult, not fun, not enjoyable, because our parents or somebody said, well, that's how it's got to be. Suck it up, son. You know, suck it up, gal, daughter, whoever, right? And that's what happens. And I don't believe for one second it needs to be that way. I see over and over again examples in life of people who are loving life. And, and yeah, there's, it's, believe me, you're never going to hear me. Very transparent, very open book. Life isn't rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. Not everything works out for me. Not everything is great. I'm definitely not happy 24-7. But I can tell you that I've evaluated for three to five years now when I am the happiest, when I am the most flow, when I am in the most joy, when I'm having a blast, when I'm making money, when I'm making an impact, when things are great. And I also know when things are not. I also know there's things I'm great at that I don't love doing. I also know there's things I'm great at that I love doing. And so by figuring these things out, I put myself in a situation that I am most likely to succeed, and that will happen for you. Because all the things we've talked about, there's a lot of things that matter here. It could sound overwhelming. I've been told I'm very overwhelming at times. Um, it could sound complicated. All I want to do is get people to think a little differently, open their mind see things a little differently, start to observe a little differently, start to question a little bit more, is this right for me or not? It might be right for that person, but is it right for me? Because the more aligned you are, the more clear you are, the more confident you are. So as much as I didn't go one, two, three on the topics I have written down here, we've ultimately kind of beating these into, a, into the ground a little bit on, you know, free to feast the future, context and nuance, giving you clarity, confidence, connection, these different stories. Um, if you enjoyed this, again, this is, this is what more of the future is. And I try to take different topics and then jam on them. I mean, my goal, like I said, is not to sit here and tell you my life story over and over and over again, because although that it can provide some context, the reality is it's important, but not as important as it is for you to get a nugget or something that is going to release some of that pressure, going to release some of that pain, going to release some of that fog that's keeping you from moving forward at a pace that's right for you. 
right? There's a lot of people that are out there inspiring that, you know, they want to work 18 hours a day. Nothing wrong with that. If they love it, and that's the question again, right? How's it working for you? If it's working great, fantastic, do more of it. If it's not working for you, let's reevaluate, see what's going on, and readjust. It's, it's as simple as that, yet as complicated as that, because as you've heard me reel off like a bazillion things on this, you can see how there's different scenarios, different things, different circumstances, different situations, different ages, different this, different that. And so, you know, my greatest work is dedicated to putting out this to the public, to the masses, to a specific, because what I realized too, as I've done things in the past, you can try to speak to everybody, which and then you probably speak to nobody, or you can try to speak to somebody and then you'll speak to everybody. And so going live originally in full-time filmmaker allowed me to realize the power of speaking to somebody that I understood and that I knew I could help and I knew I've walked in their shoes. But yet trying to talk to everybody had me dumbing down the information, generalizing the information to attempt to be relatable to a whole bunch of people. And so what I found is, is there's other groups in my personal page and things right now who are probably listening to this. And that's exactly what's happened is that although there's other people I can inspire and encourage and who will be excited by what they hear from this and will learn and grow, hallelujah, hell yes, that's fantastic. And I want that to happen. But by speaking to a specific somebody, I know that I'll make that much bigger of a dent in their life while these other people are great bonus cherries on top. And so uh, it's really powerful when you're able to do that. And I think we gave us a couple of you know, different scenarios on here of that power and ability, have that clarity and that focus. And that, you know, I, I think again, in the world we live in, you know, as soon as you put yourself in the general population of everyone, then now you're competing with everyone. Whereas I believe what I'm doing right here and you tell me, send a message, let me know. I'd love to know about them. But I don't know too many people in specifically videography and filmmaking who are going to be doing or doing the kind of content that I am doing. And I don't have much competition there. If I all of a sudden ramp up to, let me teach you tech, let me teach you cameras and editing, I'm not that passionate about it, but well, people really want that more. Well, you know, I'm going to be the half his ass version on planet Earth of that topic that there is out there because I don't care about it. I'm not passionate about it. And now there's everybody and their brother who works a million hours a day to do that. So, you know, there are paths of least resistance that will work better for you and for others um, than others. You know, my goal on all this is, is to deliver, you know, pure fire and value and transparency and honesty and tips and i'm holding nothing back the reality is with my coaching there's no secrets i'm not holding anything back i don't have anything i'm not going to tell you that i won't tell you on on this it's just to get that extra support specific to you that is custom tailored and you know tweaking the nuances for you and, and pulling the levers specifically for you which you'll get to see on the one-on-one so Hallelujah, hell yes, rock and roll. Let's share the little transformation video here at the, uh, at the end. And um, I hope you all enjoyed this one. Um, there's a whole bunch more people getting to experience this particular one. I know this was a little different. Um, I really wanted to give a good overview. And now for other people, I can kind of point to this episode as a good kind of overview. There's a lot that I still didn't share, but this would be three hours. I'm trying to stick to the hour overall. Um, so we'll keep sharing those things on, on future episodes. You know, some of those things are an almost potential bankruptcy that I had at one point in time, you know, uh, break up with my wife years ago in my business and getting, you know, to marry her now. And like, there's a bunch of things I could skim over real quick, but I'm more than happy to go in depth. 
because I just want people to know they're not alone. Um, you're not the only one going down this path of, at times, struggle and difficulty and desperation, and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And so uh, the video I'm going to share with you is a, is a great example of the journey of transformation that can happen for any of us. And everything I say is not to typically impress, but rather to impress upon you that anything is possible. So uh, here's the video, and uh, rock and roll. In 10 years, I hope to uh, have a very successful business um, with my video production stuff. <laughs> um, until I'm not the actor. <laughs> not at all. Um, I, I like to be behind the camera in front of this, you know, putting stuff together. An amazing 2011. I started with nothing, and um, I've just surrounded myself with really good people. And, you know, anything's possible. I'm kind of goofy and uh, kind of awkward in front of the camera because, again, I like to be behind it. Hey, everybody, it's Michael Gavin here, and I'm super excited to be with you on Wednesday. We're going to do this video in 60 seconds or less. Thank you very much. Just kidding. All right, let's go at it. So I am fired up. Find what you're passionate about, but keep trying. Even in my trying to find what lights me up, I keep failing. I keep doing things. I keep trying so I can find that thing. All right, rock and roll. So, uh, so that's that. And um, yeah, if you're only still even listening on that, you can still hear a, a tone in my uh, a tone in my voice. I think this is a great start, and uh, super pumped <clears throat> to hear all the. You know, there's so many of you be transformed that may never say anything, and others of you who will. And uh, I'm just excited for each and every single one of you um, and the journeys that you're on. And just to encourage you that, like I said, there's always a light and you can, uh, you can get through it. So I'm here to encourage. It's what many people <laughs> told me. I got an infectious energy and a massive level of inspiration and encouragement. So I'm going to bring that as much as I can in the way that I can, and I'm excited to work with some of you and uh, just grateful for the opportunity to, to do this and be here and uh, for you taking time out of your day. I hope it helps. I'm really excited to, to get this on iTunes, and once you're listening to this on iTunes, there will be future episodes um, as of right now on Monday, Wednesdays, and, and Fridays. So we'll probably release a, release a few to get going, and then uh, you can binge, and we'll go from there. So hell yes, rock and roll. We'll talk soon.